Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1 is a humble one. It is a, it's a really good one, and it gets actually talked about in conference all the time. So not like Proverbs 16.3 that I swear like barely gets talked about at all. But that was, that was another fun episode. So we're just going to be talking about the scripture, how it applies to your life, and some other stories from my life that I think would be beneficial to explain the scripture. So we'll just jump in. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. It's important for me to recognize and to share with you that the season of life you're in right now is very, very, very short. Like in the grand scheme of things, it's extremely short. I made an episode on the Yield Today podcast that I'll link in the show notes about three different things to consider when you are in like a storm of life. For one, one of the things I mentioned was that all of the rain is like watering the crops in your life, you know, to some degree. And also that the storm will eventually end. That is the promise. I I will never forget when I graduated from BYU-Idaho back in April 2022. And it was so crazy. It was so nutty. I had all these projects. I had all this other stuff going on. I was stressed about jobs. I was stressed about all these other things. And then all of a sudden, calm, nothing, absolutely nothing. I woke up and I was a college graduate wasn't going to a class, wasn't going to anything. It was all completely over. And it gave me so much like compassion for past Allen. I, I believe extremely strongly, at least for myself, we always have more compassion looking backwards than forwards. We look back at, holy cow, I was so hard on him that I said some things that like, there was no point in saying them because things were going to be fine. I made such a big deal about it. And so many things are only for a season. And we see that super clearly, like when I worked on a potato farm and that obviously wasn't going to last super long and I enjoyed my time there. Then there's other things where it makes, sounds good to be there longer. And it really was just for like a brief season to meet some key people or whatever, you know? And so we need to be thankful for whatever time we have. And we also need to recognize that Passion shatters reasons, tower makes the clearest vision blind, as school thy feelings would say. So when we're getting really upset with ourselves, we are going to miss out on beautiful opportunities. It's already happened to me a couple times in the last year where I let my sadness, I let my fear, I let my whatever completely blind me from experiencing some of the tender mercies I know the Lord's prepared for me. And it's, it's very humbling to recognize those things. But the Lord has prepared for you mercies in your storm. Like I can testify that hundred percent because there's people that feel so strongly about Christ and they want to serve him so much that they're praying for people like you that are struggling or like the people, you know, that are struggling. They have struggled with similar things and they made it past that season. And so now like Harriet Tubman in a way, they're like, okay, now I'm going back because I love what freedom feels like. I love what time with the Lord feels like. I love what being in the temple, you know, in the celestial room or whatever with my eternal companion feels like. So I'm going back to those people that I know are still struggling with this thing. You know, I I mentioned in a little episode a little while ago that I have struggled a little bit with pornography as far as just like, just not knowing what to do with with the thoughts as they resurface, even if you haven't engaged with it very much, just the the thoughts and the images will resurface. And just being in a consumeristic culture where it is celebrated to talk about innuendos and whatever and stuff, and it just, I don't even know what to do with it kind of thing. I spend some time on Discord servers these days helping out people that are still struggling with it. And I don't take any like 
credit for those people being able to change but it's extremely fulfilling because it's like okay wow it's beautiful that i learned so much from this that i'm able to help out people and speak to them in a way that they understand you know it's very humbling and i pray that none of my kids fall into it but if any of that does happen then i'm very well prepared to help steer their ship back to christ and to healing and to ultimately peace of mind because you know none of this is like i don't know it, it makes a big difference when you recognize that you're not meant to suffer with some of these like things over and over again until the end of time that just doesn't make any sense there's these things that we can strike at the root and then we can learn from it and obviously there might still be relapses of certain kinds or whatever but that is where progress starts right there is a such thing as people that like cold turkey quit certain things and that's super admirable but it's important to recognize that any kind of like moving forward is progress and ought to be celebrated and when progress is celebrated then it certainly feels more real right because sometimes we don't want to celebrate progress until it's like, oh, I got an A, or A, oh, I got a B in this class that I was struggling with, or oh, I finally let go of this drug addiction or whatever. But the truth is we need to be celebrating every day because the season of life we are in is very, very short. And what we do for this season is going to set us up for whatever season we're in next. How we end this season is how we prepare the next season. And the Lord obviously wants us to be prepared and do the very best we can in preparing for all seasons. There's that really cool quote from Henry, Henry Clay that I remember hearing back when I was a basketball manager and was trying to make the team and stuff in high school. It said, there will come a time when winter will ask what you were doing all summer. It's so true. I mean, I don't really have experience with this, but like I could think of like times we're on the mission. Somebody was like, what were you doing before you got on your mission? Like there's a, there's a time where it's like, well, what, what were you doing? And I guess if somebody had asked me that question, it's like, well, I was trying to figure out, like I was trying to trust all these different promises that people had told me were real. And I was trying to trust the Lord to follow my battles. And now here I am, you know, I still struggle here and there, but overall the Lord has given me a voice for righteousness and truth. He's helped me to make light of things that maybe are easy to not make light about. He's helped me to have compassion and patience with myself. He's helped me to experience all these spiritual gifts and now I'm sharing that with you. I want you to experience that, you know? But that is the fact of the matter. There's this concept called the great equalizer. And I heard about it, talked about by a stake president on my mission. And I don't know why this sticks out, but he talked about how he practiced playing the piano. Then he decided he was done practicing playing the piano. So he hooked up a tape recorder to play. So when his, it was time to play piano, he'd just have that play. And his mom was like, oh, he's so good. He's getting so much better. In reality, he wasn't. He was deteriorating. So then when it came time to hit, go to his recital, there was the great equalizer. At some point, people were going to know how much he'd actually practiced. So he got there and started typing away or trying to... He was going to try to play, but of course, he w was not able to. There was no confidence in, or anything like that. And so he ran off the stage and felt very you know, ashamed and whatever. And he said it to this day, even though he's a very successful businessman and everything, and now I think he's serving a mission or something, but he talked about how he can still remember that moment and to me it just gives me a lot of peace of mind knowing that the lord is aware of what we're experiencing all of our lowest 
moments, all of our highest moments, and he focuses so much on the good that is coming. I love the last part of this verse that there's a time to every purpose under the heaven, that there's a reason why things are not happening in your life, and there's a reason why things are happening in your life. There's so much that the Lord is making happen in your life, and he's making it happen for a reason. He's helping you learn things that will help you down the road. I really like the thought from Elder Uchtdorf a while ago. There's that talk about faith for four last story and just says that like when uh, every blessing he gives and every blessing he for a time withholds is for our eternal happiness. So that is so, so hard to hear sometimes, but it's like he's merciful and saying, hey, I know what this is going to be like and I'm helping you prepare for this right now. This, that's exactly what I'm doing right now is I'm helping you prepare for this. So when the storm comes, when the craziness comes, you are much more prepared than somebody that I just sort of threw into it. And he knows what's best for all of us. For me, it seems like I have a lot of time to prepare for basically everything in my life, which is like good. But I'm also like, okay, well, I want to like figure this out and I want quick results in some ways. And he's like, no, I want you to be really patient and work on this behind the scenes a long time. And then you'll be blown away by how well things are going. So that, those are my thoughts with that. The Lord is aware of the season you're in right now. And just trust the season that you're in right now. Maybe, maybe it's a season of healing. Maybe it's a season of rebuilding. And so focus on that. And when that season moves on, then move on. Continue to grow and do what needs to happen. I feel like I've sort of moved from a season of healing and rebuilding to a season of more action and taking action and growing and putting the things to work. And I'm thankful for that. And it's interesting because you can't go back really to like a previous season. You enjoy it, you're thankful, and you just kind of move forward. When you're in the winter, you might spend a lot more time inside. But once it's spring again, you you got to spend time outside. So we'll just leave it at that. I'm thankful for how the Lord is helping me out in my various seasons of life, what he's been doing, the miracles he's been providing. And uh, I hope that you're expressing gratitude for him to him for how he's helping you in your season of life right now too because he surely is doing what he can to help you and we'll just leave it at that thank you so much for listening remember the flex of gold you pick up today will shine for you today tomorrow and forever